0: It's 1995. The world we know has changed. Put on your Sunday best, kids. We're going to Sears. Right! But the Bradys Groovy. never will. I am with Mike. If your sister would wear her glasses, she just might improve her eyesight. Carol.
1: Honey, I think you've stirred that
0: enough. He carry all pants? The Brady Bunch Movie. Marsha did it again. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. You are listening to do Be That Guy, guy Sequel Remix. This is episode 373. I'm Marquise Mike. Yo, DJ.
1: What do you tell the DJ to
0: do? Turn it up, right? Turn it up. Yeah. Spin it. Yeah. Mix it. Yeah, uh, Lil Wayne, he just. He, I think he would say, Yo, DJ. That's. He Hear that whole song. Yo, DJ. That's my DJ. He would just say, That's my DJ. That's so, cool. Yo, DJ? That's my DJ. You ever have a friend in college with turntables? Uh Did you ever turnta- ever have turntables? I never had turntables. Yeah, that seems like an investment that uh, my parents were not making. <laughs> um, I don't feel like I had a friend who had turntables. I feel like I had a friend who had a friend who had turntables.
1: Yeah, you went to your friend's friend's party and you like peeked in one of the bedrooms and there was randomly turntables. Yeah, or, or, or I'd and hear
0: stories of
1: like, Oh, my
0: friend, uh yeah, he's he's a DJ. Like we had we had the phase of, of
1: like rock rap. Yeah. Where there would be an embedded DJ
0: within right. the band. We're like the turntableist was like an inch like like a music, like an instrument yeah. musician. Yeah, I mean I I I think it's a legitimate
1: f- form of artistic expression. I think. I
0: didn't see that Zach Efron movie about DJing,
1: so I don't mm, know fully. Yeah, I'm just going by
0: like what I saw watching incubus videos. Yeah, like school. to me, you know, you have you have your your like hip hop DJ that tours with like a rapper and he's the All guy who plays right. the music. Because yeah. you know, you they, they don't travel the live band or you know they have sample you know they produce their music and then they bring it with them, so you need to have a DJ. And I then you have push de- play. Yeah. Um yeah, someone has to push play. For, for them, and you know, maybe they're on stage. Um, I think most DJs uh, who, who tour with a, a rap person are pretty unknown. The, the DJ Jazzy Jeffs jazz are pretty, pretty rare. Uh, and then you have DJ at a party, or I don't know. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, then there's the rock rapper who's like, why are you here? Yeah, you have the, the Incubuses,
1: the Linkin Parks. The limp biscuits and they have these like DJ guys yeah. scratch and they're just scratching, right? Really. They're
0: just scratching. Because there are guys with
1: instruments there. But I think I think scratching is like some music to that. Got yeah. some timing and some some rhythm. Yeah. But it's like, am I gonna scratch, like if I play guitar, I'm gonna play a G chord. I'm like, hey DJ, will you scratch me a G chord?
0: Do you think they could just, like, scratch a G chord? No, I yeah, I don't think they... Um, <laughs> rap, rap, the rap rock era is fun. You know, there, there's a lot of things I think, uh, as we get older, we, we become nostalgic for. or You know, like, oh, gosh, I don't know. Batman, the animated series. Oh, they're on, on HBO. I remember that as a kid. And you kind of have a fun... Or like, I, like we, we did the Ninja Turtles movie, and we're like, well, we can't actually... I don't know. Is it good? Is it bad? I don't know. But it was awesome. And now, even as an adult, I can't... Rap Rock's like the one thing I return to as an adult. I go, what was I... This is bad. I cannot appreciate this now. There are some specific bands.
1: One in particular is Linkin Park. Uh Uh-huh. And I... I, There was about 18 months of my life where I really liked Linkin Park. And now, as soon as I hear Linkin Park fired up on the radio, I change the station. I can't fucking
0: stand it. I... we were just talking about my, my random YouTube home search and uh, the Jay-Z Lincoln Park collision course, you know, the thing. With it. So I watched the video of a uh, Jay-Z song and Lincoln Park song. I was like, oh, I like that Lincoln Park. Yeah, that guy can sing. And I tried to listen to it. Can't do it. Can't, can't. I like one Lincoln Park song. They have a dozen albums. That's not a good hit that's not a, that's not a good um, hit ratio. No, for me. yeah. No. it's not. Yeah. But like you I don't know, I probably own the first four Lincoln Park albums. And um yeah, Wimp Biscuit. I was like, oh, even for like a fun gag, I bet I can like listen to this and like take myself back to that time the way I can listen to like uh, I don't know, you know, Jib's Chain Hang Low. Like that's not a good song. But I can listen to it, and, I, and I'm. It's a novelty song. It's novelty. Yeah. I tried throwing on some like Limp Biscuit, like ah, take me back to the day. I was like, this sucks so bad. I am yeah. not having fun reminiscing about eighth grade.
1: I put on some random
0: uh, mix working out
1: like a few weeks ago, and Limp Biscuit break stuff came on. Uh huh. And I was like, hell yeah, this is gonna be a killer like interval of in my workout. Yeah. And after about twenty seconds, I just said. Uh, can't do it. Can't
0: can't See, do it. Won't do it. Couldn't do it. Yeah. Skipped it. Sorry, Fred. Oh. Now, in my old age, I find myself like, hey, you know, if we, we throw on uh, early 2000s hits in the car on a Spotify mix, five hours. Good Charlotte comes on. I don't like Good Charlotte in high school, but i like, yeah, I can rock out for three minutes of Good Charlotte. Biscuit. Corn. I tried to do a corn song the other day. I was like... I can't, I can't even pretend I still, to have fun doing this. I still weirdly like corn. I'll oh, match. I put on a freak on a leash the other day, just to, like to get to do the. Uh, I was scatting. Um, yeah, so I was like, "Oh, this isn't a freak on a leash." Thirty seconds. I was like, "Yeah, we're not, we're not going. We're do not it. making it. We're not making it to to the scat part. This, this song's not good." So.
1: I still weirdly like Korn. I don't know why. I don't, like, go out of my way to listen. But when they come up on, like, a playlist or something, I'm like, eh, I like it. Yeah. I like it, but... It's music, though, you know? You either like it or you don't. It doesn't matter. Yeah. There's no good music. There's no bad
0: music. You either like the music or you don't like the music. Yeah. It's just more... It's funny that there was a piece of me that liked it a long time ago, and for whatever reason, that part of me is, is dead. Oh, yeah. I can't... Anything else I liked as a kid, I can kind of return to with, like... Nostalgic eyes, or ears in this case, but for whatever, that particular sound, I just like fully grown out of it. Like, it, it must be like sound like for like a dog, like a, like a dog, like, oh, you have to be 12 to 22, uh, and your pants have to be like, just like two sizes too big to really hear the music properly. Oh, or like those, those alarms we put outside the Seven Eleven that only youth can hear. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a sound only, only <laughs> youth can enjoy where like... <laughs> Now, I was just like, I, right, i, I I'm, not, I'm not down with the sickness. No, I was <laughs> That song? That's fine. What? <laughs> uh, you know why? Because they get to the fun part right at the beginning. Yeah, they get right to it. That's all I want to hear. Get right to the throat noises. Uh, that'll be our next podcast is uh, we, we go back to old music. We say, do we need this? Well, I had a podcast idea. That I wanted to run by it. Uh, oh, okay. We won't do it here. We won't do it on <laughs> the right. show. All um, right. We still talk about movies For the time being Oh yeah I forgot We're here talking about movies Until I hear Mike's Grand idea And then we go into season 3 uh, <laughs> What are you watching? Oh man I, I watch some
1: stuff oh. I watch some stuff I'm gonna go in order Of watching them Okay Because I think honestly They it, it may come out Into the order of, of, of good To bad Nah Okay They're all actually pretty good So I got out to the theater Okay I saw The Woman King Mm.
0: good movie. I've been hearing it's good. I've been hearing it's like a nice little action, like historic action movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. I wouldn't put too much emphasis on the
1: historic. Right. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't like look into the subject matter too much, but yeah. they definitely put not really a silver line lining, but but they put a little. Pearly polish over the slave trade. I've heard, I've heard that exact
0: um, argument. But it's a great movie, yeah. and Viola Davis is awesome, and all their supporting cast. Yeah, like I'm like the, they they did a hell of a job, hell of yeah. a job putting that movie. I want to see that. Line. I feel like we're getting like I think you and I were complaining about how bad August movie August, was, but yeah. now there's like three movies I want to see in theater. three movies out there. Yeah, got to the theater again. Uh
1: huh. I saw Pearl. Okay, Ty West's follow up. Per- and I think it's officially Pearl and X story. Yeah. So it is it is a prequel to X, right. which I enjoyed last summer. Uh huh. Um, and then right after I saw it, they put out the teaser for the the final in the tri- it's gonna be a trilogy. Oh wow. Um, called Maxine M A X X X I N E. Uh huh. So they put out a little teaser to Maxine, and it is really cool. It's just a really cool teaser. Um,
0: so I'm looking forward to that. can I blow your mind real fast. Sure. X came out in March. Wow! So less than a year. Less than a year. Oh uh, wow! You yeah. said last summer, I was like, it must have been. I was like, no, we were just talking about X. Yeah, March. Wow. Yeah, I was actually. I. I. It kind of.
1: I saw a, a poster at mm-hmm. the theater, and, and I was. I had no idea. I hadn't seen a preview or anything. Yeah. And I just went. I was like, I liked X. I'm going. And oh, so you had no idea I had no idea what it was. Okay. I just wanted It was Ty West yeah. and uh, prequel to X. And from the poster I could kind of figure out who that the thing was about. They were late, yeah. Um and it's cool. It's got this like uh, maybe it's like a... w Technicolor-y! It's like a Technicolor inspired thing. Yeah. Um pretty cool movie. I I really they did a great job with it. And
0: uh, it's got his little He's just got a style, you know. mini re, mini, mini DBTG DvTG guys see what it makes. Do I need to see the first to enjoy the prequel? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I think you could totally watch Pearl. I haven't I think... seen X. I'm surprised it hasn't hit like HBO yet, or maybe it's on like I... Stars. I still have it. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure I've seen it streaming anywhere either. Yeah. But
1: um, per- Pearl stands on its own. Okay. But it, I do think there are some Easter eggs you will enjoy if you watch X first. All right. But I think it. Also, could go the other way. I think you could watch Pearl and then watch X and be like, "Oh!" and have just as much fun. Yeah. Um. All right. Watching Stuck at Home. 1988. Gene Hackman, Willem Dafoe. Mississippi Burning. Okay. Powerful film. Yeah. Uh, uh. Really good. Gene Hackman is awesome. Willem Dafoe's good. I've never seen it. I've never seen this movie. Okay. Um, either. And I was like, why haven't I seen this movie? It's really freaking good. It's a law movie? It is about What's two like, FBI oh, agents okay. that go in, down into Mississippi to... I think it's roughly based on the... Um, I think they were census employees that were murdered down there, but... Based on a true story? I don't know if... it. If, I think loosely. Oh, okay. Um, definitely timely, but yeah. they go down to investigate the disappearance of some civil rights... Um activists. Yeah. And it's a it's a ra- it's a racial yeah. um thing. Mm. And Gene Hackman and Wilmot are both fantastic in it. Really, really good movie. I can't recommend it more. Um, went back in time a little bit. 1976 Taxi Driver. Mm. Uh, still good. I've yeah. seen that one before. Probably that's probably my third watch of Taxi Driver. It's really cool. I think it's one of these movies that must... I'd, I'd like to see, like, a DVD or something if some, like, alternate endings. I feel like this was a movie that must have had three or four different endings. Uh-huh. And they chose the one they did. Um, because the ending, of all things, the ending is, is what seems just, like, kind of tacked on. It works. But I feel like, oh, this must have been a, a movie with multiple endings, and this is the one they chose. Mm-hmm and de niro being crazy uh 1984 jane had never seen this movie and i said we're watching this movie kevin bacon footloose fun movie yeah still fun i think that was my third time watching it in my life and then yesterday the or no it was today footloose came on one of the radio stations so i was driving my truck yeah uh-huh. i cranked it up yeah good song and then finally, uh, nineteen eighty-seven, Kevin Costner, *The Untouchables*. I've seen this movie a few times. Sure. Until I watched it recently, I would have said it's a masterpiece of a movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now I just think it's pretty good. I. It's like Brian De Palma,
0: right? Brian De Palma. Was Brian De Palma does *Untouchables*.
1: Oh. Yeah, it's got Connery, mm-hmm. De Niro, Costner. Costner and, and I like it. It's still good. Uh-huh. I don't know why I ever thought it was magnificent at some
0: point in my life. It's not mobsters. Probably probably a lot of young, young yeah, enough age where you're I just don't... like ah, cops, mobsters. I mean, he gives that great speech about uh, you. You send one of ours to the hospital. We send one of yours to the morgue, and you're like cinema. It's got these moments. Uh huh. That's one of them. All the moments really belong
1: to Connery. Sure. It, and I'm like well these moments are really good and, and watching it my first time I watched it I was probably like 10 or 12 mm. and thought it was just the most badass thing in the world yeah and watching it now I'm
0: like it's good but it's alright you did an order of how you watched him. is Untouchable better than the Woman King no well, okay. Not bad. And then you had Pearl above that. I would say Untouchables falls...
1: Untouchables is better than Footloose. Okay. But not as good as Woman King, Pearl,
0: Mississippi Burning, Taxi Driver. But you know, I haven't seen the Woman King, I haven't seen Pearl. I, actually, I haven't seen any of those movies from Taxi Driver, like a long time ago. Seems like you watched some heavy hitters at this... Uh, this little break, there's some heat, there's some yeah, heat in that list, I mean, yeah. I mean, a Hackman, you know, Hackman, William Dafoe, two movies in theaters that are getting really good reviews, Connery and uh, Costner together, a Kevin Bacon classic, yeah. It's some heavy hitters right that, there, yeah. It doesn't yeah. seem like a wasted uh, viewing, all good,
1: definitely yeah. all good for sure. Um, footloose viewing was the most fun because I, it's been so long since I've seen it, I just kind of forgot like how cheesy, the cheesy parts are. Yeah. But overall, it's just a fun, a fun movie with great music. Yeah. Uh, so,
0: that's the list. That's right. That's what I got. What um, about you? Yeah, I'll do these in the order in which I enjoyed them. Okay. Starting uh, with the top? Starting with the bottom. Okay. I mean, we're going to work our way up. Ascending. Although, I, I don't feel like I saw... Well, you know what? I'll throw... Because sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm, I come in here, I'm a little negative on a movie. It's like... Well, in my letter, I gave it three stars. That's a passing, grade, But, you know, so, yeah. Um, sure. yeah. I'll throw my little, my little star rating. I think it gives people a good idea. Uh, some new movies. Nothing in theaters, though. This is just new to streaming, I was able to catch. Um, 2022, um, it's its own genre, as we've discussed here on this show. I saw a Liam Neeson movie. Oh, um, Liam Neeson. Memory. It's uh, it's now on Amazon Prime. It's, it, it, it's not good. It's not a good movie, but there's like good enough bones there. Essentially, he's uh, uh, get this. He's an he's an aging man with a certain set of skills who has to like rely on them <laughs> for one last job. Right, right. Uh, yeah, no, it, it's it's it's, a, it's kind of a murder thriller. But he's a hitman, but he's also dealing with like getting older. And so, it's, there's like some good I, reading reviews. It, I guess this is based off a a book, and then there was like a uh, a European uh, movie that this is remaking, and a lot of the reviews were just like they kind of dumbed down and bastardized, like the Swedish version or the you know the, the Dutch version or whatever the original version is. Because I was like I watched, I was like there's some interesting stuff that could be here, but just it's not what they chose to put on the screen. Um, two stars, but it's a Liam Neeson movie, you know. Uh, yeah. But they all are sorry. Like I do, like I just watched uh, what the the gunman, uh, which also came out this year, maybe. And now i just kind of feel like these are all the kind of the same. Movie are now. these all do, you, do these all come out of the same studio? I don't know. And
1: and they're just like selling them to the highest bidder. Like, yeah, Netflix bought this one. Prime bought this
0: one. Well, memory had a theatrical release. Okay. Yeah, and, and so did the gunman. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, these are all kind of getting. I think all Liam. I mean, you right. He because he did have the Netflix like that snow movie. The sn- yeah, ice road or whatever. The right, snow trucking. Not mirror. to be confused with his other where he's the uh, plow tr- plow truck driver. Uh, two different Liam Neeson. Yeah, in, in the snow. F- yeah, the snow plow <laughs> movie. I saw that in theaters. Yeah, that was a theatrical release, yeah. and then he had the the ice road movie. Yeah. Um, so yeah, memory. Okay, this is new to Disney+, Plus. also a 2022 release. I saw the Taika the third, fourth Thor movie, Love and Thunder, and, um, this is okay. This wasn't, um, this wasn't great. It's, like, especially coming off of Ragnarok, um, I do feel like this is continuing the streak of, like, the last, since Endgame, like, all the Marvel movies are kind of, like, mid right now, um. Like, there's some of that humor from Ragnarok, but, like, totally this movie's, like, kind of all over the face. Christian Bale's good in it, though. Um, He's the bad guy. Okay. Um, I had no idea he was in it. Yeah. Um, So, there's... Look out for that. Christian Bale. Um, But other than that, it just... I don't know. I think... Maybe... Maybe I just... Maybe I'm the problem with Marvel. And I just... I need a break. But I kind of feel like that's the consensus, is, like... Doctor Strange, this movie, Black Widow, they're all just like, they're not hitting right maybe, now. Yeah, maybe,
1: but people just still come out of the woodwork. Like they, 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 all, they all, all make things.
0: money, but like, yeah, if you look at like, like critic score, like the Rotten Tomato, like, they are all kind of, it kind of feels like everybody's kind of agrees. like, maybe creatively, like, they're in a little bit of a rut or something, and maybe they just need something to mix it up, but something's missing since, since Endgame, like, and I don't, I don't, I like Chris Hemsworth. i also like, the Robert Downey Jr. of it. Like, you know, uh, Shang-Chi was cool, but, hey, yeah, you don't have, like, that cool, like, guy who leads your, you know, your big leading star of, like, the Marvel universe. Maybe, it's, I guess it's Hemsworth, but, yeah, this movie just didn't didn't fully work for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright, uh, two other moves I so, saw. This was on um, Peacock. It's from 1941, though. I saw the Wolfman, uh, Universal monster movie. This is my first time I've ever seeing the Wolfman. It's pretty dope. Like is it? the I Wolfman's cool. Like, uh, yeah, it's it's nothing. You know, I, I gave it three and a half stars, but it's it's an hour and four minutes, and I I think it's a cool little story they tell. Cool. Um, it's a lot like the Benicio del Toro remix. I. A lot of these beats, I was like, I know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's but you know, uh, all those universal, you know, Frankenstein, Dracula, Wolfman, Invisible Man, Two Five, I feel like they've been done so much, or like, I've seen enough Simpsons episodes where like, I've seen all of these beats before. Yeah. This, this has been parried enough in pop yeah, culture.
1: You're well aware of the story. Yeah. You, you know the story of the Wolfman before you mm-hmm. even see anything, because... Because you you did Halloween when you were a kid. There's a scene
0: where uh, the guy, you know, so uh, spoilers for the wolf man. This guy gets bit, and uh, he's going to turn into a werewolf the next full moon. Then he goes to a lady, and she's like, there's only one way. She's a gypsy woman. Uh, And uh, she's telling him that, you know, there's only certain ways you can kill a werewolf. You know, you can uh, shoot it with a silver bullet. You can stab it with a silver knife. Or you can... uh, uh, use a stick with a silver handle, which I always thought was funny. I was like, where have I heard that before? And then it dawned on me, I was like, I've seen this scene three dozen times because it's the movie they're watching on the Sandlot when uh, Benny runs through the theater. I was like, I've seen this, yeah, because yeah, a stick with a silver handle always made me laugh. Like, it's, just, it's a funny phrase, a stick with a silver handle. And uh, I was like, I've heard that before. And it's, uh, yeah, Benny and, uh, and the Beast run through the theater as they're watching The Wolfman. Uh, okay, one other movie, this was, it's another 2022 movie, uh, written, directed, starring B.J. Novak, uh, Vengeance, and, um, I thought it was pretty good, it's nothing like, like, earth-shattering, or like, wow, like, B.J. Novak's the next great directing, you know, director, or, uh, film auteur, but for, like, just kind of a small little independent movie, I, I thought it was pretty good, it's, it's about podcasting, so it already hits close to my heart. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, and it's kind of, it's a black, maybe, no, nah, nah, I wouldn't say a black, it's just a comedy, it's a comedy drama about, but there's like a, a murder mystery he's trying to solve, uh, using uh, podcasting as like the, uh, you know, plot structure, and uh, that's pretty fun.
1: Yeah, you know, I heard I heard an interview with him on NPR when he released this movie.
0: He yeah. came, I'm pretty sure his words were black comedy. Okay.
1: So I think you can say
0: it. I'll say black comedy. Yeah, I just I felt like the comedy was like comedy, and then there was more drama. Where like for me, black comedy is more like I don't know, like kind of that um, finding funny and like the I guess I'm trying. To, but yeah, if you use black comedy, then I'll use black comedy. Yeah, uh, I'll call it a I'll call it a black comedy. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I thought pretty good. I my one I have a couple. Critique. One of my strongest critiques is, um, I get he wrote and directed it. I kind of wish it didn't start Bj Novak. I think um, I think I have too much of a relationship with uh, Bj Novak to like buy him in, in this role. Mm-hmm. Um, and he looks old. And I think he's. I mean, he's a man in his like mid forties. I think. I, based on like his like, the role he's playing, I was like, is this supposed to be a younger guy? I feel like this is supposed to be like a guy in his like. Early, like late twenties, early thirties, and B.J. Nav- Novak just looks like a forty-year-old man. Um, but he's yeah, he's he's fine in it. Cool. Yeah, uh, and that's what I saw. Oh, and Vengeance. That's on uh, that's on Peacock. Um, oh, nice. You can see that streaming we'll that streaming there. Um, we got two other movies. Both these were on Amazon Prime. I didn't have to leave my house for anything. We're continuing iconic moms month uh, with a very Brady sequel, the nineteen ninety six uh sequel to the brady bunch movie uh the brady bunch movie directed by betty thomas uh it stars uh, shelly long gary cole christine taylor um is there any other notable names oh michael mckean um, it is the story of the original 70s tv family is now placed in the 1990s where they're even more square and out of place than ever the brady bunch movie they're back to save America from the 90s was this your first time seeing the Brady Bunch movie no second this, this, is, this is only your second time my second this. time this was a big like HBO movie for me I feel like I feel like this was a movie that's on I was like I, I watched this a bunch just kind of on in the background what are your thoughts on the Brady Bunch movie I I, I had fun watching
1: it mm. um, I watched a lot of the TV show yeah. after school when I was in grade school. Is on TBS, you know, three oh five or whatever on T or, or you know four oh five on TBS, yeah. or whatever. And and so I and hadn't I hadn't seen it so long. I really I, I still enjoyed the fun. I still remembered all the episodes of the that they
0: kind of I hate to say spoof, but yeah, cause some of it wasn't spoof. It was irreverent. Yeah, not, some some um, of it was you know reference and and. Uh, I mean, there was some some spoofing, but like, I think they do, do like. There's like a nice balance where like, the, this is like it's silly and it's almost a satire of the Brady Bunch, mm-hmm. but it's almost it's also like kind of a sweet movie too. Yeah. Like I don't think they're making fun of the Brady Bunch and as well. You know, you and I we're, we're close in age. We're, we're kids of like the '80s and '90s. I also was like I know way too many of these. Yeah. Th- episodes. It's kind of disturbing. Yeah. But.
1: I really think the Brady Bunch show was a good show. I, I think it was a great family show, a good show for kids. Uh-huh. And so, remembering all these episodes as I watched this the movie, I, I kind of was a little embarrassed. Yeah. But also, like, you know what? That's fine. Yeah. And I think they did it. I think it was smart to, to do the goofy thing of this 70s family in the 90s. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of, don't bring the Brady Bunch... Into the
0: 90s, pick them up and stick them in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, uh, this movie, rewatching it now, I, uh, I was pretty impressed with how clever the movie was of doing that, of how when you're in the Brady home, it's shot like a sitcom, and then as soon as they leave, it's shot like a movie. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. I, you know, the characters are kind of the butt of the joke, and I like how they kind of ratchet up some of the, the, you know, Jan uh and her middle child syndrome and like all that's you know the the wig. I was like that was from that an episode. Like she got that wig and uh you know, just kind of ratcheting it up to make it just a little more um you know, kind of spoofier now. It's like, oh she hears the voices, you know, mm-hmm. in her head and um Yeah, I I, I enjoyed this watch. I, I it kind of drug at the end, but I was like, this is a pretty Serviceable movie, and it's still pretty
1: funny, yeah. Yeah, and they, they did well too with the all the little
0: adulting, the, the sexual entendres, and Those, the yeah. stuff just ending at the end, like they, yes, all the little Carol and Mike stuff. And then at the end, I don't know if you the end credits where they're all their little boxes, and she just has like canola oil, yeah. Like, so just that one last, but you know. <laughs> Mike and Carol you know get it on a lot Yeah, in that I, show and yeah healthy healthy sexual relationship oh people yeah. the the neighbors you know talking when, when all the neighbors are like oh you know they AstroTurf like they want like real grass because obviously when, in the show that was supposed to be real grass but you know they comment like no it's clearly AstroTurf or <laughs> one bathroom for nine people I was like yeah they only ever showed one bathroom and i never seen a <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah um The movie itself, uh, I couldn't find a a budget for it, which is, you know, I mean, it's from 1995, but no budget listed. uh, Did gross $54 million. Uh, It opened number one, uh, its opening weekend. 63% on Rotten Tomatoes, based on 43 reviews. Though lightweight and silly, it still charms as homage to the 70s sitcom. Um... And just a year later, nineteen ninety six, we get another, we get another um, sequel. That's a quick turnaround. It was, yeah. Especially, I don't know, fifty four million dollars. I don't know what the box office was. It, you know, this wasn't in the top ten highest grossing movies of the year. It didn't seem like you know sixty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's fine critically, but yeah, found some success. I wonder. I wonder if it was just that, like that cable. Thing or whatever, for whatever reason they they turned it around and said we're making a sequel. Wow. Um, all the original cast returns. Uh, they add Tim Matheson uh, into the cast to kind of play the the antagonist, uh, replacing uh, Michael McKean. Um, oh, I'm still on the Brady Brady Bunch movie. Very Brady sequel. Um, they did replace directors with Arle- to, going to Arlene Sanford. Uh, A man claiming to be Carol Brady's long-lost first husband, Roy Martin, shows up at the suburban Brady residence one evening. In a posture, the man is actually determined to steal the Brady's familiar horse statue, a 20 million ancient Asian artifact. A Very Brady sequel, the more everything changes, the more they stay the same. Was this your first time watching a Very Brady sequel? It was. was, Wow. I had not seen the sequel. After watching the first one all those years ago... you're like I'm good. I, I had my fill.
1: I I don't think I knew there was a sequel until two weeks ago. Yeah, I, I had no idea. I, I mean, and part of it was when these movies came out. I didn't live in a place with a movie theater. Oh, so that's that's true. Yeah, the fact that I rented, we rented the Brady Bunch at some point, mm-hmm. and then yeah, I don't know. There was some transitional period where I didn't. I had no idea there was. No. Yeah and i probably got in trouble was grounded from tv all summer so i couldn't like see previews yep. you know something and then, like that it happened quite a bit growing
0: up so <laughs> well just uh, well yeah we'll, we'll get it. what uh, what work what are the positives for a very brady sequel they kind of just kept it the same and that that worked for me uh,
1: fun uh, fun intro to to, to yeah. spin up go with the indiana jones spoofy intro um but it was it, i have this theory that they just when they were writing the original movie they just had so much material they just decide and maybe that's why it's, it came out a year later sure. they just decided we got to cut this into two movies because they're they're trying to hit every famous brady bunch episode
0: and there's just too many now to that i will say completely different writers for both both movies, and then you do have the different directors. Okay. Um, so, I, yeah. I think some... So, f- positive-wise, all, the, like, the sitcom, the, the sitcom references, what was referenced in the sitcom, I think all those really worked for me in this. Like, I, I did enjoy those. Um, and then, you know, I did, like, the adding... Tim Matthews as the Roy Martin. Uh, that That's just a fun plot, you know, to have, like, oh, what if Carol's husband came back? And then making the horse statue, like, now it's like a, you know, this fun caper. Yeah, it was just uh, this but, thing you always saw in the background on watching the show. Yeah, I, I'd seen this a couple times. I could have sworn watching this movie. as like, oh, yeah, the whole movie kind of takes place in Hawaii. It, it's like a very Brady... It's like when Brady's go to Hawaii, it's like a TV movie. This whole movie takes place in Hawaii. It doesn't. No, when... I, w- when I fired it up
1: it's like the movie poster yeah. is the Hawaii thing and, and then it started and I kind of forgot and then they end, and they then when they finally go to Hawaii I'm like oh yeah I forgot the movie poster they're all got lays on and they're on a surfboard or whatever yeah um,
0: but you're right very little time in Hawaii last yeah. 15 minutes 15 minutes of it it, it takes place in Hawaii I could have sworn uh, but yeah all the you know the George glass of it and the, you know the idol that he runs over I was like ah it, you know, it's the know, um, it's the Leonardo DiCaprio What's upon time in Hollywood meme. I'm just pointing at the TV like, ah, I get that. <laughs> uh, I did like that. The ongoing, this is not from the sitcom, but it's a nice reference to the sitcom, the Greg Marsha uh, attraction, which I was like, I did some research, like, that wasn't a plot line, right? And it wasn't, yet there are many articles about the, uh, the sexual tension between uh, the actors bled into scenes. Mm. Uh, so it was never an act but they dated in, in um, off off okay. camera. And so but I guess some of that um, their uh, their te- the relationship off screen bled on screen. So there's all these articles about like, you know, ten times uh, whatever the actors um, I can't think of uh, what Greg and the original Greg and Marsha is like, oh, ten, ten scenes where you know their off off camera romance bled on on screen. So I thought that was always a that's
1: fun and that is fun and that's that's great for the super fans. Yeah, uh, I
0: mean, you know, there's right a bunch of superfans out there. Oh yeah. So that's that's. I did miss that about this one. I I, I don't know how you work them back, but you know, they're, they're cameos. I in the first one, I did enjoy all the the cameos. Uh, yes, of, of seeing them. And I, I, Again, you know, put on the screen is like, yeah, that's original, Greg. That's that's uh, that's Peter, Peter. and uh, yeah, yeah Florence Henderson. Yeah, Florence Henderson. Um, Alice. Oh yeah, Still Alice. Yeah. look like Alice. Yeah, yeah. She, she didn't. She didn't, didn't age. age at all. Yeah. Um. The the Brady group, the Brady bunch, I guess. They got some good songs.
1: Yeah, they got some catchy tunes. They, yeah, Some like, hooks.
0: They're 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 little earworms of the the, the, the even, change song and even the theme is good. Yeah, oh, the, theme's great. I do like how both movies start. You know, you have your I guess cold open. You know, your your introduction, and then it leads to someone asking about what kind of family, and then it leads to the Brady Bunch um, theme. Um, stand on positives. Uh, is Gary Cole one of our most underappreciated actors? Absolutely. I think he is so funny. Even this. I just... Every... All the choices he makes playing Mike Brady, I I just think he's great. He's so good. Anytime he shows up in something, I just think he's so good. And he's like a scene stealer in everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he was on Veep. Yep.
1: And when he, when he was on... Yeah. Stole the show. Anytime he was on camera on Veep,
0: best, best part of Veep. Yeah. Um... What didn't work for you with the Brady, the a very Brady
1: sequel? Uh, I kind of got, real. I got tired. I didn't. I mean, maybe this is goes back to the show. We don't really need Bobby and Cindy. They kind of suck.
0: <laughs> Too many kids.
1: Yeah, Bobby and Cindy kind of suck. The 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 lisping. Like, uh, we didn't need the that. We didn't need that running for two full movies. Yeah. That kind of thing. That didn't work for me. They were, the, they were the least
0: of the actors. The uh, two children? Yeah. yeah. Bo- Bobby and Cindy? Looking at, they're also the ones who haven't worked as much. Yeah. I kind of went, really, of the children, the one I really recognize is um, uh, Christine Taylor. Yeah. Who's, you know, uh, married to uh, Ben Stiller. Uh, the rest of, you know, and then um, Bobby, Jan, or sorry, Greg, Jan, they, they seem to have worked a little, you know, more. You know, they have IMDb pages, and then the two children just seems, this is kind of what they did. Um. Yeah, definitely that. I I did so some of the stuff from the first one did translate. What I like so much about the first one is just taking the Brady bunch and putting them in the nineties mm-hmm. and that you know that way of like in the house it's it's the sitcom and they go out they're still the same and everybody else is reacting to. them I don't think there was a lot of that. Uh, so much of the movies in their house, they really don't interact with other people outside of. Yeah, war. I mean, there's the swimming pool scene. Right. But it's really just them
1: interacting with each other there, yeah. and then the mall is just like a little
0: montage dance number, right? No yeah, no, yeah, no one's really, same with the plane, like no one's, you know, they're kind of groaning about it, but like no one's really like, it's not the same with like them in high school, like yeah, I guess students the, having to like react around them. I mean, I
1: guess that's the difference is the first movie that they put the Bradys into the 90s world. Oh. And then in this movie, they put that guy into, into the Brady's. Brady world. Yes. And I,
0: I just think not as effective. Yeah. But I, I get what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. Take the Bradys, put them in the world. And now we're taking someone from the real world, putting him in the Brady house. I wonder if it would have worked better if he wasn't a con man. Like, if you literally just took somebody and put them in the Brady world. Yeah. Or if he had to exist more in the Brady like if he was still trying to con them. But just... Yeah, maybe not trying to pretend to be her husband. Um, I do like the questions it raises. One was, so how long, show or movie-wise, are Mike and Carol together? I have no idea. Cindy's supposed to be, what, six or something? I'm, I'm bad at kids' ages. No, I, no, I guess Greg and Marsha assume all the kids are the same ages, right? Like, they they match up perfectly kind of thing? I think, yeah. So Greg and Marcia, they're, I mean, they're like junior seniors, right? But then Peter and Jan go to the same... So they're like freshmen. Freshman, sophomore. Sophomore. So I guess Bobby and Cindy are supposed to be like middle schoolers? Are they elementary school? I don't... Yeah, I'm bad at ages. They're they're like 10. Yeah. grade 5th grade. So... So... At most, I mean, Mike and Carol could be together for like ten years. It's a long time. No. Yeah. yeah. Adopt. He adopts all three, three of her, her children. That's you know. Yeah, and I did we ever? Did do we
1: ever know what happened to um, Carol's first husband? or So, Mike's even first in wife? the
0: show, is never stated what happens to Carol's husband. It's referenced in the show. Mike's wife died. Okay. So he is a widow. We don't know what happened to uh, Carol's um, husband. But it works perfectly for the, the sequel. So now this is canon. Uh, yeah. She also thought she was a widower. They can um, just make it up. Yeah. And then, you know, Mike, stepdad, or dad that stepped up, you know? he All three girls take take the Brady name. Call Which him. dad? <laughs> Wait, what you... They call him dad. Oh, call him dad, yeah. I think he's a common dad. I was like, oh, is that a new term for <laughs> for a stepdad? Um, yeah. and then and, and Greg and Marsha say, like, if Roy really is who he says he is, we're not really brother and sister. I was like, you guys wouldn't <laughs> be brother and sister regardless. Yeah. You ever thought this through? You, you, you guys are step-siblings. <laughs> Marsha had at least some life pre-Mike Brady. Like... <laughs> If Cindy's ten, and let's say they got together when she, when Bobby and Cindy were babies, that would still mean that Marsha was like eight. She knew her dad. Yeah, yeah. If if we're assuming that Marsha and Cindy share a dad, that's a good point. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that that that's like like it means I don't know if that was intentionally funny or just that. But I was like, what? You guys wouldn't be? You guys, you guys are. I think That's the whole point of the... It's in the song. You, the you guys lived alone. They lived alone. Then you
1: guys somehow formed a family. I think that is an... That has to be an intentional joke. It is so funny. Yeah. It's just an, It just adds another layer to the sexual tension. Wait, you guys didn't...
0: Yeah, you guys thought you were... Bro- you guys thought you were real brother and sister this whole time, even though you met each other when you were, again, at the earliest, eight years old? Um... All right. Um, this movie, uh, anything else didn't didn't work.
1: I I think the music wasn't as good in the second one. The first movie had those uh, that iconic when they win the when the the contest. Yeah. That's an iconic Brady song. Yeah, that's, the and I think maybe the airplane song just
0: wasn't as good. No, I think the yeah them at the. Um, at the mall, I, that to me would be the second biggest Brady hit, yeah. Change. And that's the one I remember where uh, Peter has his, He's going through puberty, which is Reverend's funny in the first one. Uh, and so his voice cracks when it's time to change, and he says, change. You know, so who's got the better fake band? The Bradys or Zack Attack? Save Saved uh, by the Bell. Man, Friends Forever, you know, as the kids say That's a banger. Heck of a song. But, Heck of a song. I mean, the Brady's got two songs I like. They have that the one that they win the contest to, and um, you know, I mean, this might be maybe you know, oh, you, I'm too hipster. The Johnny Bravo single stuff, <laughs> I mess around with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you will ever get us Saved by the Bell? No, you know why? Because they make shows now. That's why. And I tell you, the, I, I watched like, a couple episodes of The Saved by the Bell, like Returns to the Peacock. And it's just, this does, like, or at least the first movie just does such a great thing. Where it's like, we took a sitcom from the 70s. It's silly. We're also, we're, we're going to honor it. We're going to make fun of it a little bit. And we're going to make it feel different. Because it's a movie and not a show. And now when they just, like, reboot the, you know, like, oh, we're just redoing a show. You know, it's just, it's... It doesn't hit, this is just, this might be one of the more successful, you know, remakes, uh, shows or movies of just like, it just does something different, but it also makes me I have fond memories of the original show. Um, Yeah. Which I do think this, the sequel kind of misses a little bit, but it just, you know, I think the first one was just such a, like, such a... Like you nailed it. You got exactly the tone, and so yeah. Um, that being said, would you like to see a sequel to a very Brady sequel? Gosh, if, honestly, if
1: if you could give me the whole cast back, if you would have give me a '97 release, Brady Bunch Three, with this cast, I'd be down.
0: What if I told you <laughs> that there was a 2001 uh, sequel? Not the whole cast, but you get Gary Cole, Shelley Long. I'd be interested to watch it. Yes, the Brady Bunch in the White House, two thousand two. We get Shelley Long, Gary Cole. It looks like all the children are different, which I guess makes sense because it's now, if they're doing the thing like you know, the, like the Simpsons, like the kids never age. Right. It's like well, if you keep the kids the same age. They do cast all new children, and I, I'm scrolling through. Oh, there, and, and a different Alice. So really, it, it's just Shelley Long and Gary Cole return. Mike Brady becomes the president of the United States and names Carol as his vice president. That, that's the plot. That sounds terrible. It's um, <laughs> for uh, a letterboxed. Uh, the the uh, very, great sequel, uh, just quickly, got a uh, 56% on Rotten Tomato, based on 36 reviews. Um, this has a 1.9 on uh, on Letterboxd. That's, that's pretty bad pretty for, like, bad. a fan. Yeah. You know, most movies, even if they're bad, if you fall under 3 on a Letterboxd, if you fall under 2.5, that, that's pretty bad. Because fans are usually pretty, like... It's a three, you know. It's, yeah, it's a two and a half. Yeah, you know, I mean, to
1: average one point nine is uh, three out of four people you know that go like like go see a movie. They mm-hmm. walk out and like, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, like at worst, there's like, yeah,
0: oh yeah, you know, they'll nitpick and be like, at the but yeah, it's still still fine. Yeah, it's two and a half. Yeah, it's a it's a C. A lot a lot of people give out C's, and them, so for this to be a full number below that. It uh, must be pretty bad. Yeah, 56% on 36 reviews, there was no critical consensus for this movie. Um, I guess they couldn't... Of those 36 reviewers, they, they couldn't come with a general consensus. Uh, so I, I grabbed Roger Deber, who I feel like is a trusted... Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, ...reviewer. He's got books. Uh, I didn't laugh much, but I did smile. And I feel like that kind of sums up my viewing. Yeah, uh, that's of pretty there, good, actually. Yeah. There weren't, like... I will say the Brady Bunch movie, I there were like, laugh, like, I was like, oh, that's funny. I, I did laugh at some stuff. This, not as much laughing, where I just kind of, but I did smile through it. This one felt more like a, um, this one felt more like a remake of the sitcom than the first one being kind of a satire mm-hmm. of, of the first one. This kind of felt like, I think it's because it takes place in, in their house so much. Yeah. So it was like, oh, I kind of feel like I'm watching an episode of uh, the Brady Bunch, except the bad guy's like, you know, connie
1: man well there i uh, just thought of this is the biggest negative for me yeah. uh the animated scene oh yeah that wasn't good J- just how contrived that was yeah. alice finds shrooms we we had no like pre it, other than he's a bad guy mm-hmm. we we didn't see him smoking drugs yeah like doing anything like that and then she just finds shrooms he spent some time in the slammer um, and I just it just seemed so dumb, and then the
0: scene itself was kind of dumb. When she found the shrooms, I had the thought of, this is very 90s, shrooms were like a thing. Like in right. movies and television in the 90s. Like, yeah. oh, shrooms, you're going on a trip. I'm like, who does, I mean, some states have legalized shrooms, right? I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think. like, um, yeah. Fun button on it though when Alice goes into the fridge. That was a oh, that's great. I have spaghetti too. I feel fine. It's like perfectly normal, she just walks into walks the fridge. Into the fridge. <laughs> that was fun. That was, fun. Uh, that, that was a good gag. Um, all right, what about a remake of the Brady Bunch? If we're talking just remake, everything's being remade now.
1: I would be down for a remake. I wouldn't mind seeing this revisited.
0: Yeah. I, I don't, just because, well like, the 90s one, I, I don't think it's, like, a, a five-star, like, I don't think it's a perfect movie. I just think it's just, it It nailed it. It, it did its job. I, like, yeah. what would the, and, and setting it in the 90s is just such a great like, juxtaposition of the 70s. I don't know if, like, 2020, outside of, like, the technological advances, I almost feel like are we closer to the 70s now in 2020? Then, like, the 90s were just like... That grunge era was just so... Just such a nice, like, contradiction of the 70s. True. Or at least what the Brady Bunch was doing. Yeah, that's the a good point. I mean,
1: I, I think I'd still be cool with if, if, if they remade it. Yeah. I think the issue they run into is... Uh, the fun thing about these movies is just the, you know, references to episodes. Classic, famous right. episodes. And then... Uh, for every episode you remember, how many do you forget? Because it just weren't good. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how long The Brady Bunch ran, how many episodes it was. I thought I it
0: was like 74 to 80. I think it was like five seasons. And probably 20 episodes a pop. Probably, yep. Yeah, I mean, so there's
1: a lot of episodes we've probably forgotten about. Yeah. Um, just because they
0: weren't the greatest hits that they played on TBS. Yeah. For a reason. They didn't. They didn't do that one where uh, Peter steals a knife from uh, a store so he can go on a camping trip. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Yeah. that was. And then, but Greg knows the whole time, and he gives him like a bunch of outs to like turn himself in, and he doesn't. Um. Yeah. They they didn't touch that. No. Yeah. It might have been Bobby. I don't know.
1: That's
0: that's hard though. That's that's a hard subject. Yeah. Touchy. Yeah, you know, because now if you do, it's like, okay, are you? Are you making a 90-minute Brady Bunch episode? Do you set it in the 70s and you're making an episode of the Brady Bunch? Or do you kind of do what the first one did, which is like we're making... We're we're pointing out the things of the Brady Bunch, but we're setting it in a different time. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you could... I don't think you could do what they did with these
1: movies again. I think you would have to take another route. And that route may be just this is the new Brady Bunch. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised right. if we saw just, a Brady Bunch network show.
0: That And that, right, you wouldn't get a movie. You would get a show. Yeah. And you're right, they probably would have just remake. So you have two options. You either remake the Brady Bunch, you say, okay, this is the new Brady Bunch, 770s, we're going to film it better, it's going to be more, it's going to look more like uh, you know, a three-camera um, modern family, right? Think of that look mm-hmm. versus the, you know, or... Or sorry, it's gonna look more like a single cam, you know, like The Office, Modern Family, versus the three cam on the clearly what's a soundstage, um, or it's set in twenty twenty and it's a uh, all whole new. This is the new Brady bunch. It's a, it's a yeah. new Brady bunch, yeah. And uh, you know, a new Brady bunch might work. Family, sin- I I'm a sucker for a family sitcom, and yeah, you have yeah. It may work but may but I mean you bring up modern family maybe modern family was the new Brady Bunch right I think every family yeah. sitcom really I mean all every sitcom now is still like you always, always some bones to these yeah, original yeah. sitcoms You're like, always slamming
1: like, you're, you're slamming together two things that shouldn't be together yeah.
0: that that's just the theme mm-hmm. Yeah Yeah So but yeah you're, it wouldn't surprise me if on uh, Paramount Plus, you know, okay. what if they do, uh, a Fresh <laughs> Prince it, and, uh, it's a drama. Oh, man. It's a heavy jar- drama. I think they do do that. It's called Empire. <laughs>
1: um.
0: It's Yellowstone. It's Yellowstone. <laughs> 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 uh, is that, is that about a, uh, oh, what what did RuPaul call it? it it's the actual term when, when, when you have, um, two families coming together? She called it a mixed family? It's, no, not a mixed family. She had the term. I was like, oh, yeah. That, that is what I said. Yeah, I don't know the term. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Is that what you also... Uh No, they find dinosaur bones in Yellowstone. Oh, okay. That, I've, never, but I've tried. A, but it's a family. I've, I've, I've tried. I've tried a bunch. <laughs> um, What character... This, this might be tough. Because I feel like in this, there wasn't a lot. What character is most in a deserving of a spinoff i mean alice yeah or, yeah, her, I mean, or her boyfriend the butcher uh sam sam sam, sam, sam the butcher who didn't come back in the second one yeah apparently he had uh he had commitments to a um television show he was mm-hmm. filming at the same time um yeah, this, this, one, they really kept the it pretty bare bones of just the family and um, Roy. It wasn't like when, you know, them going to high school and you meet all these other characters. You know, the first one, you go, like, oh, well, pick a student from, you know, the thing or anybody they're interacting with. This was really, cast wise, very small. The, um, uh, use the car rental guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that the only guy who had speaking lines yeah. in this movie well uh,
1: man that would be a show Alice it's called Alice uh-huh. she's the main it, it's a dark comedy it's like you, you see the you see oh, like the, that BJ Novak movie you see the nice side of Alice yeah. when she's interacting with the Brady's we want to see Alice when the Brady's aren't there the shit she talks about them the crap she puts up with like yeah. now that'd be a show
0: did you ever watch that AMC show, um... Kevin can fuck himself or whatever? Yeah, you ever I don't see that. So. Me neither. It seemed like such a cool premise for a show, though, where it's like, it's the sitcom wife, and when she's interacting with... This is, this is all I got from the commercial. When she's interacting with her husband, it's a sitcom, but when she... You know, it's like the Kevin James style, like, she's married to a man-child oaf, you know? Um... And when she in- interacts with him it's a sitcom and then when she goes oh, when she's not around him when she goes off set it's like a drama It's or it's like a it's like her like what the fuck am I doing with this like loser guy and then like the filming of it changes and huh. it looked really cool from like the thing I just never I never, yeah, I never heard go- dove into it yeah it was on AMC it was right after it stars the um, uh, the, the woman from um, Schitt's Creek who uh, played, uh, played the daughter um yeah, it never dipped in, but yeah, the premise—it was one of those that looks cool, but I, I don't watch AMC. I don't have AMC anymore. I don't cable. Yeah, uh, I could probably watch it on Hulu. Who has the time? No, AMC's got their own streaming. Oh yeah, you have to get AMC Plus. Yeah. Oh, who's definitely got the time? Not me. Not the time nor the money. Yeah. What do you think of the uh, What do you think of the title? A very Brady sequel. If you had to grade this, I think it's pretty smart. I think it's a pretty smart title. It's, it's a reference to, like, the Brady movies, right? Yeah. Like, because there's the, a very Brady Christmas, uh, and I think the Hawaii one had a similar thing. Yeah. Yeah. You, you have um, the Brady Bunch movie. Very Brady Seagulls. Not rocket science. Keep it simple. Yeah. Yeah. It worked. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Um, better than... Um, trying to think. out what were some of the, uh, the, the top ones you, you've given grades to here. Um... Yeah, I'm trying to, yeah. I, I, you know, we should probably keep track of these, too. Uh, that <laughs> what 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 you grade is like, this is a good, I know Teen Wolf 2 is like the low side of the spectrum. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, there, there's some other, surprisingly, like Top Gun Maverick, it's kind of down there. Like, it's yeah. not high, but then you have like some, some really good ones, like, uh, I can't think of any. So now we're just going to put a very very sequel at the top. That, that's the spectrum now. It's up there. Yeah. I must to, to go through every movie, be like, do Mike like this or not?" Um, all right, you've seen them both. Which would you watch first? Uh, Brady Bunch the movie. I think I'd go with the first one. Yeah, yeah. It was funny. How we watch this. Like, I finally see this movie in I don't know, almost twenty. Yeah, I would say twenty years. Probably, probably more than twenty years. How much of, like the stuff? Not only was like the Brady. Sequel stuff, like the sitcom stuff, but then just parts of the movie. I was like, "Yeah, I still remember yeah, this. I, just, I remember that
1: show." Mm-hmm. Or even the, even in this, a very great sequel when they get the flat tire in the jeep and it's the little totem yeah. that that Greg was wearing while surfing. Yeah.
0: Like, oh shit. Yeah, and then just some of the some of the jokes from the first one. Just still the Marsha Asking who the girl modeled for, and she said, "That's a joke that I, every like couple months pops in my head of just Guess, Guess jeans. jeans." All right, Wrangler, <laughs> Osh, gosh, gosh, gosh. <laughs> um, all right, and then finally, the second one. Did we need it? Oh wait, did you see the first one to enjoy the second one? Um, I don't, I don't think it's a prerequisite. Say, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say yes, just that I think the first one does such a good job of t- setting the tone. And I do think if you just jumped into this, like... Like I said, I, I felt like I was, like, This is kind of like just watching an episode of the Brady Bunch a little bit. I mean, they kind of have some of the outside stuff. Oh, here's an... In 1996, Zsa, Zsa Gabor came, Why... Why am me a 36-year-old man? Why do I know who Zsa Zsa Gabor is? She was... She, she's... She popped up a lot in the '90s. I had
1: no. I had to look it up because uh-huh. you he got her and Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I remember Rosie O'Donnell. She had her like talk show or whatever yep. during that time. But I was like, I know that's a person. I'm mm-hmm. not quite sure who it was. So while I was watching, I go, like, oh, who is that? And it's like, oh, Sean 4. I'm like, well, I know the name. Yeah, but I have no idea why I know the name. It's like in in. In 30 years, people are going to, like, know
0: the name Kim Kardashian, but they're not going to know why. Yeah, and then, but then, I feel like Jar Jar Gabor, like, popped up in what? Like, she would just be, like, in an episode of Family Matters. And then, like, you know, oh, it's Ja Gabor. And everybody would clap. And I'm like, what? why, though? Like, this is an old reference, right? Even for the 90s? And so when Kim Kardashian, in, like, 30 years, pops up in something, is my grandchildren going to be, like... Why is Kim Kardashian showing up in things? Yeah. And then I'm going to say, 40 years ago, she was a big deal. And, yeah, it's just kind of a weird... Like, I, in 1996, were people like, holy shit, they got a Zsa Zsa Gabor for a cameo? or Yeah, or maybe she did a
1: cameo back in the original show. No, maybe. Maybe
0: it was a reference to the original yeah. that I just didn't get. But I just felt like in the 90s, I was like, for uh, a 10-year-old at the time, I was too familiar with Zsa Zsa Gabor. Just, I watched a lot of old TV, but I just feel like she had a, a renaissance in the '90s, maybe, <laughs> where she was just doing a lot of cameos. Huh. Um, I still I, don't know why. Yeah,
1: even uh, then, I don't, I don't know why. Um, why is she famous? I have no idea. Well,
0: she had a sister, right? The, the Gabor sisters.
1: No, were they this is new to me?
0: This is all new to me. I think they were. Yeah, I don't. I don't I don't know if they were actresses or were they just like socialites that were like famous. I I know so the whole slapping thing, I, right? Where Rosie goes, remember last time you slapped somebody? She's like, yeah, I, I was on sixty minutes. So I got to be on David Letterman. Um, that was a thing. Like she she slapped a she slapped like a police officer famously or something like that. And hmm. um, but yeah, I, I don't know why she's famous. But then I don't know why there was like that nineties. Because watching it, so like she's oh hey, she, that's an elderly older. woman. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Maybe she had a connection to the original Brady Bunch and that's why they her yeah, the cameo. Yeah, right. I wonder if she did
1: a cameo in an episode I'm forgetting. Yeah. Or in 1996, I, I would say, we need to get Zsa ja, Zsa ja, Gabor. Ja, ja, Gabor. Who can we get? Rosie O'Donnell
0: and Zsa ja, Zsa ja, Gabor. The phone call came. Somebody's, we got her. Zsa ja, Zsa ja, Gabor. And everybody celebrated. <laughs> Somebody popped a thing of champagne. It's like... Put it in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Write it in. Uh, and finally, did we need a uh, very brave sequel? Did we need it? I don't. I, though
1: I enjoyed it and thought it was okay, I don't really think we needed it. It's a weird one because it, it was, was it worked for me. It wasn't as good as the first, but
0: I don't think we needed it. That's. It's not bad. It's not a bad movie. I think there's some stuff. It's not as good as the first. There's some stuff that's okay in it. There's some stuff that's not like. There's, you know, some stuff that doesn't work, but you have the first one. I think the first one just kind of nailed what it wanted to do, and I don't. I think the sequel really was just kind of a. Add on. You're right. Maybe there were more references. You know, you get George Glass, you get them going to Hawaii, mm-hmm. but and they couldn't fit all that in the first one. But we don't need a very, very sequel. I think the first one's fine. I think the first one should be watched more. It's a pretty good movie. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna end up watching that. Sooner than later. When it like comes on know. Criterion, I'm buying it. That's, I want to own... <laughs> Steelbook? The, oh, if they release the, the Brady Bunch, so was that, 95? We're coming up on the 30th anniversary soon. Boy, that could be a cool cover. That's, yeah. The Brady Squares. That's the Squares, That'd yeah. be pretty cool. Um, they should release it as, like, like a square, you know, book. You know, because uh, the boxes are rectangular. Give me a square. So, you know, it, it, it's like my television. Yeah. That annoy you when you're trying to put it on your shelf, though. Yeah, it wouldn't fit right. You'd <laughs> have to go off to the side or box it, even though it's just the one disc. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, or you could, yeah, or, or just give me the format, I guess. You know, give me the black bars that. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, uh, uh, what was it? Yeah, we have widescreen now. What did, they, what did they call it back in the day? Or Standard sc- screen, right? It's got
1: a cool slip cover that when you pull it off. Alice shows up in the middle. Oh
0: yeah! The Brady title comes out, and then there's Alice. There's Alice. Yeah, yeah. N- nice, slip, so Always uh, those, are, those help. Um, yeah, when you bought a DVD back in the day, you can get widescreen. And what was the other format called? Um, amorphic. Which I would always be pissed if I got it. Four by point, accident. Yeah,
1: four point three. Uh, four four by three for your aspect. Of your TV because that's what the tube TVs were. Yeah, four point four to three aspect or whatever, and then yeah, you wanted that sixteen by nine, nine right?
0: Wide screen because that's what uh, it was shot in and in theater yes. in. That's yeah. Usually, yeah. When you had the DVDs back in the day, they, you would have they would say widescreen or let, or not let it standard. Was it? I standard? think it was standard. Yeah. 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 And then when you know, it always happened when you're at Blockbuster and you would get the. 5 movies for 20 bucks and then one of them would be in standard format like
1: Listen, well, throwing, throwing a garbage. garbage,
0: I'm not going to watch this. You're missing all the details on the edges. Yeah. Yeah. I have left it up some some editor to decide which which uh, part of the screen we need to focus on in this. I remember that was kind of a big deal with those
1: classic movie channels. I think it was the 90s when they developed letterbox, right? Yeah. So they're like, "Hey, we're going to shrink the picture, yep. but you get in everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's going to be black bars,
0: but you get Yes. Everything that was that was a big deal when they started doing that. Yeah, I don't know. My 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 young mind I didn't get it. Cause back in the day, I was like, "But my screen's smaller." But now it's like, yeah, they would actually cut like so. It was someone's job to like take a movie filmed and then decide like we're cutting, or they did pan and scan.
1: Yeah, and pan and scan was even worse. There was nothing worse than pan and scan. When you got a pan and scan movie, you just wanted to kill yourself. Yeah, those were those
0: were the worst. We've come a long way. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Okay, that very Brady sequel. I, I think you can skip it. I think we're about to say it. Yeah, skip I think it. you can skip it. Skip you it won't. It. You won't hate it. Yeah. Do we need like a cool like ending? Like we have the the um, existential question do we need it? You know, like the life existence of the movie. Do we need just like a real simple like dip it or skip it? Dip it. <laughs> do, 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 you, like, do we need like a rhyming scheme? Yeah, like, we do,
1: might need to come up with yeah, that. We'll,
0: we'll, we'll yeah, we'll workshop. We'll uh, workshop. Dip it and skip it makes no sense, so we'll probably need, we'll, yeah, we'll need to, uh, we'll come up with something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, skip this one. <laughs> um. Alright, that, that's doing for Iconic Moms. Maybe maybe a $5 bin pickup or $3 bin pickup. It's not offensive for a sequel. It's like not one of these sequels where you're like while maybe a money grab, it, it didn't necessarily feel it. Like it's got some merit. It's just not it's just it's fine. Yeah. Just fine. fine. It's a fine movie. Yeah. Fine. yeah. You you can have it on your shelf, you know. You own the first one. Uh, but you know you, you no. don't wanna that. <laughs> not that like people look at D V D collections anymore, but like if you just go through there's, like You just own just a very Brady sequel. (laughs) (laughs) Not the Brady. Just a part two. Um, Yeah, Carol Brady, Stiffer's Mom, two iconic um, moms of media. And it was fun seeing um,
1: Forrest Henderson show up in the first one. Because she, you know, the original, I kind of like added to the the iconic mom theme. Yeah. You know, the original actress. Yeah. Uh, what, What do we got for next month? Okay, next month I, I've been back and forth on this. Um, having have little side story when we were gonna watch Footloose. Yeah. I just said Footloose into my remote, yeah. and it started, and it's and I had no idea there's a 2011 remake of Footloose. Yeah, and I thought, well, this is not the Footloose song I know, and I and I looked at the info. I'm like, wait, that's wrong. So I had to rent the real Footloose, yeah. and then I thought, well, that'd be funny, I'd do the Footloose remake, and i call it Dance Week, but then I thought, no, I'm not doing that, because that's not fair, I'm ahead of the game. Oh, I know, so many dance movies. There's so many dance movies of sequels, and I was yeah. like, I don't really want Mark to, like, make me watch
0: Magic Mike 2, or whatever. Yeah. Though I hear the first one's, like, really good. <laughs> I've never seen it, but, like, I've heard, like... Oh, I'm judging Magic Mike too harshly. So like, it's a Steven Soderbergh movie, it's got, like, some, uh, some real stakes, but... Maybe, maybe, maybe you... I'll maybe pick Magic Mike. Work, yeah. But, so... I'll find a theme for it. Our
1: theme is gonna be, uh, uh, sidekicks. Okay. And we are going to do 2011 Sherlock Holmes, A Game of Shadows. Okay. So, that's the, um... Uh, Sidekicks, the uh, the uh, Iron Man, uh, Robert Downey Jr., Jude Law. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so Book of Shadows is or Game of Shadows is the sequel, and the original just called Sherlock Holmes from two thousand nine. All right,
0: Sherlock Holmes.
1: Yep, for psychic the Downey, the Downey Sherlock Holmes. Right. So, because if anyone, if you, if you've read ever read any Sherlock, or you know any Sherlock, um. Watson, he's the real detective.
0: Yeah. All right, we're doing it. Sidekick, <laughs> so sidekick I, month. I got some ideas. I I'm got, sure there's some good ones out there. Yeah. I I got, I, got some, I mean, I, a lot of iconic sidekicks. Um, all right, so I'll do it for uh, a very Brady sequel. You can watch uh, Sherlock Holmes: Book of Shadows. Game of Shadows. Game of Shadows. Game of Shadows. Um, if you want to get prepared for next week, till that's been. Don't be that guy. Guide to sequel remakes. Love those 70s family shows. Pork chops and applesauce.